0: Hello everyone, welcome to episode 5 of season 6 of the D1 Only podcast presented by TAP, Thoughts, Actions, and Progress. My name is Eduardo Villalpando and I'm your host and I want to thank our sponsor TAP for making this possible. Also thanks to all the listeners for being here with us. Today we have ourselves a very special guest, Elliot Spisiri. Thank you for being here man and welcome to the show.
1: Thanks so much, happy to be here, thanks for having me.
0: For sure, man. Elliot is an NCAA Division One student athlete at the University of Texas. Prior to his time there, he was ranked as the 20th best player in the world as under 18s, playing tournaments all over the world. While in the NCAA, he's established as one of the best sophomores in college of tennis, as well as being named a 2020 ITA Scholar Athlete. So, just congrats on a great career so far, man.
1: Thanks so much.
0: Yeah, I actually been wanting. Been wanting to have you on for some time, so I'm glad we were able to figure out a good time for both of us. I know you're in the middle of the season, so I want to thank you for your time, for taking the time just to answer a couple of questions.
1: Yeah, of course. I'm glad it worked out.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, from, from my understanding, you attended Laurel Springs, which is pretty common among top junior players, as it gives you a good balance of both academics and athletics while being a junior playing tournaments every week or almost every week. How is that you transitioned so well from playing tournaments every weekend to becoming a scholar-athlete in a matter of just one year at Texas?
1: Yeah, it was funny. I mean, um, as we've transitioned into online schooling, uh, it's funny talking to a bunch of students and athletes um, because they're all new to this sort of online system. And, And for me, I'd been... Sort of used to it because for the for my whole high school career since eighth grade i I did school online, so I was used to you know watching lectures um not not doing anything really in person um so I think um I've been able to balance school and in tennis well because of the experience that I had in juniors traveling week to week with my coach around the world, but also trying to get a good education as well so Um, I was lucky enough to be able to, my parents let me, I had to convince them when I was at the end of seventh grade, I, they made me create like a PowerPoint, I think. And I had to convince them, you know, some way that, um, I could do school online and because I wanted to travel and play ITF junior tournaments. And that wasn't really possible, uh, going to the school that I was at. Um, so, um, yeah, I was lucky that they gave me the opportunity to to travel, playing on my, uh, playing ITF Juniors, but also you know furthering my education through Laurel Springs. So, I think uh, because of that, I've been a little lucky that um, I'm more used to this online environment because it's definitely not it's not easy. But I also had a lot of a lot of great resources here at Texas that my first semester. I know I was really stressed out about you know adjusting to being in person because. I literally hadn't, you know, been in a classroom and raised my hand in five years, so I was was nervous walking into my first first couple classes. But you know, my my teammates and um, the academic advisors and tutors helped me out, and I was able to do okay.
0: Yeah, that's actually funny that you say that because I think that's something that a lot of student athletes take for granted—just those university resources. Because at the end of the day, the university wants to like every university across the United States wants to support their student athletes, you know so I think um it's cool to see that since they won at Texas, you were able to take advantage of these opportunities because I think that a lot of people don't really realize the great opportunity that it is just like being at a at a school like like in your case Texas, and still having like a tutor or something like that that helps you do perform well academically
1: yeah, I think that's a huge advantage. Of- Being a student athlete, we're lucky enough to have, you know, so many of these great resources, not only athletically, but, you know, in the classroom as well. So, um, um, yeah, just really lucky that they helped me get through that first semester. And then, you know, still to this day, keep in touch and check in. They always check in with us and make sure everything's going smoothly. So, yeah, just really grateful for that.
0: Okay, so having said that, do you prefer online classes than in person?
1: I think... I think I prefer in person I I like I'm a visual learner so I like you know the face-to-face interaction and it's fun it was really fun being in the classroom and meeting professor and actually you know hearing him or her talk so it it was great I I really enjoyed my first semester you know because at Laurel Springs you never really I didn't really ever talk or have any video chats I never got to meet my professors formally it was maybe a couple emails here and there but I really enjoyed, you know, having classmates outside of, you know, meeting meeting new people outside of, you know, just sports. Um, so, yeah, it, it was a great experience. I think I definitely prefer in person now.
0: How would you compare Laurel Springs and being at Texas and doing online school there? Because I imagine UT is, like, significantly more demanding than Laurel Springs, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, of course, No springs, there's, you know, there's loose deadlines and, you know, I I'd have weeks where I have 70 assignments behind, and you know, you find a lot of, a lot of tennis players, at least that I talked to, crammed it in the last two weeks of the semester, you, know, you got like 140 writing assignments to do, but um, yeah, I, I was definitely a procrastinator when I was, when I was in high school, but um, yeah, it, it, of course it's, a, it's much more rigorous now that I'm in college and. Uh, Texas has done a phenomenal job transitioning online. The, the classes are great. I think uh, the the you know curriculum or the material we're learning is the same, and they found a way to you know do this all through Zoom. And I, I think there's a few hybrid in person classes. I believe one guy in on our team's doing in person, one in person class or something like that. So uh, they've done a great job here. We're we're lucky.
0: So Texas is offering in person classes, right?
1: Yeah, they're offering a few. No no. I think only one guy on our team's taking an in-person class. Uh, so yeah, there's there's a limited amount, and I think they're only doing it for classes where there's a you know select number of students.
0: Okay, and wait. So from my understanding, you have not chosen a major yet, right? You're undeclared.
1: Yeah, I'm undeclared. I'm applying applying to get into business school this semester, or I'm applying for next fall. So I'll find out. Probably around June, but I'm just trying to um get through these pre prerequisites uh, and hopefully get enough good get, uh getting a good enough g p a so
0: nice um, so would well, you say I, that
1: probably do econ.
0: will you say that aside from tennis business is something that you really like you're passionate about
1: yeah I'm definitely passionate about it my dad works in business, my brother um is is at the business school at penn so Uh, I definitely yeah I'm definitely passionate about business and uh, I knew I knew coming here that was was something I wanted to pursue so um, hopefully it works out
0: yeah for sure and I actually want to touch a little bit before we transition to the next topic about your high school days so most of the guests I've had on who were ranked highly in the ATF juniors told me that school wasn't really a priority for them when they were in high school would you say that was the case for you
1: I would say tennis was definitely higher up on the list. Um, I, I always knew that if I, if I went to college, um, that I was going to be, that I was going to, you know, take school very seriously because I was making a commitment to go to a university and, and further my education for, you know, life after tennis. And I think that's really important too. Uh, so, I've I've taken school much more seriously as I've gotten to college, but before when I was in juniors, I was, you know, most of my mental effort was spent on the tennis court. Um, I'd say that little Springs was pretty lenient with some um, deadlines and things. And uh, I definitely took it more seriously. I take it more seriously now than I did then. Um, So, yeah, I guess I'm similar to many of the juniors that were so solely focused on tennis and, you know, just trying to get by in school and, um, seeing is you know seeing how good we could get in tennis and, and seeing what you know that brought us.
0: Yeah, to me, man, it's amazing to see all the things that you guys go through just in terms of being ranked so high in the ITF junior junior rankings and basically just traveling all over the world by yourself or with a coach. And because I I feel that that forces you to mature, you know. So I imagine that you came into college more ready than. A person who actually did like a regular high school if that makes sense because i feel that you were so used to competing you were so used to balancing athletics and academics even though it was not at the highest level like it's all springs but it's still like it it demands a certain amount of responsibility from you so how do you think doing all of those like experiencing all of those things in your junior career helped you mature faster
1: yeah 100 percent. i think you know traveling the world playing tournaments Um, or even traveling around the country playing tournaments playing tennis at a high level you know you teaches you so many life lessons and that's definitely carried over to you know my personal life and you know academics as well i think uh you know i had a good enough foundation through laurel springs where i you know i you know it's not like i went into any class not knowing what was going on but you (laughs) you learn you learn you know certain life lessons and a work ethic and you know overcoming adversity and you know, all these things from traveling around seeing so, that you know helps perspective too you know puts put things puts a lot of things in perspective and you go to some of these countries and you see how you know people are living and how lucky we are in america so um, yeah i think it's definitely helped me mature and transition well into you know the college atmosphere
0: did you have an, a specific place that you traveled to that you were that you were like them, like i'm really lucky just in terms of the places just the like the tennis side that you were playing at or something like that
1: yeah for sure i mean what stands out to me the most i always tell people my favorite place i've ever been was melbourne australia I mean, that city something else it was really you know the people were so so nice i loved every minute of being there it was such a cool experience playing so um, that's just, I mean, also like the scenery there right? and the city's beautiful. So being there was something I'll never forget.
0: Yeah, for sure. And what other is schools aside from UT were you looking into?
1: Yeah, I looked at a bunch of schools. I took my, I definitely took my time in the process of deciding where I wanted to go to college because I know, uh, I just knew I wanted I wanted to make a decision that I was confident in and you know that I could stick with and feel good about so uh, I would say it was a bunch of schools but I, I narrowed it down to to here in North Carolina it was a really tough decision you know I felt like either way you know I was going to be you know furthering my academic academically I was going to have a great opportunity to further there and then also you know athletically both programs are obviously top in the country and excelling and I felt both places were great and you know I was just lean towards Texas a little bit more and chose it and uh, you know, I'm happy to make that happy I Made that decision because so far
0: I've loved it here. Yeah, nice. So, I mean, you were ranked so high junior in the junior ranking. So, I mean, we can keep it 100 here. You probably could have gone anywhere you wanted. But do you think that it was tough to balance the, doing the recruiting process and at the same time playing junior tournaments?
1: Uh, yes, yes and no. Uh, I'm really lucky that I had a coach who... My coach Patrick Hirsch, who I've been working with since I was nine. Um, he he's had experience and he, you know, talked to a lot of former players and coaches and you know, how to operate during this recruiting process and how he should you know, what he should tell me to do. And um, you know, I never I never wanted to overstress about it and because I know, you know, some juniors and a lot of, a lot of players they'll think about the recruiting process and maybe, you know, that gets in your head and it takes you away from You know, playing, actually playing good tennis and just focusing on yourself and seeing where that goes. So, um, you know, it's a little stressful. It was stressful at the the end when I was trying to make my decision because there's so many good programs out there. But um, I never, uh, I definitely took my time and did it later in the process.
0: Before we continue with another episode of the D1 Only Podcast presented by TAP, we want to talk to you about our sponsor, Thoughts, Actions, and Progress, who provide the opportunity to any athlete around the world to build their own mental program. TAP, Thoughts, Actions, and Progress, offers self-thought manuals focused on the athlete's mindset growth. They give athletes the opportunity to create their own mental program, and these are manuals adapted for different levels at an affordable price. Everyone go check out tapmindset.com as well as the Instagram page, tapmindset. Mindset, for more information nice, and it it kind of sounds like you've known that you wanted to play college tennis for a minute now. When did you realize in your in your high school career that that's what you wanted to do?
1: yeah, well, uh, my coach always kind of instilled the mindset into me that you know I never really focused on you know where I was going to go to school or you know even if I wanted to go to school until. Pretty late in the process like I said but um my my the way I approached it was let me just focus as much as I can on tennis you know for these next for my whole high school career for whatever four years it was and see how good I can get and then at the end you know I'll make a decision and see where I'm at and you know the way the options but I I didn't I definitely didn't make a decision that I wanted to go to college too late I was just trying to see how good I could get at tennis and you know how well I could do and see if I got any opportunities to you know play on the pro circuit and you know it, it was obviously my I enjoyed my junior career a lot but it ended up being the right choice for me to come to college so um, you know I, I wouldn't have changed it I and mean, I wouldn't have changed it at all I had no guts I uh, absolutely love the decision that I made to come here and play for Texas.
0: How long did it take you to take that decision? Was it like real quick or was it like something that you actually got around your head for like a couple of weeks?
1: Uh, It was months, months for sure. Um, I talked to a lot of people. It took me a while to visit all the schools I wanted to and talk to a lot of former players. Um, I, I really wanted to get all the information I could just so. I knew exactly, you know, what decision I was making, what I was getting into, and I, I wanted to be confident in that decision because I feel like it was one of the first major, major decisions that I had to make in my life. Because obviously, where you end up going to school is is going to impact, you know, your relationship, your friends, your your mentors, your relationship with, um, you know, a lot of things. The city you live in, a lot of things change depending on the school you go to. So I was really careful with the decision, and uh, yeah, it definitely took me a well while just because I was trying to get as much
0: information as you could yeah for sure and i actually i mean as you know i'm a big advocate of the of college athletics and i personally i feel that you took a great decision because you're you're gonna evolve not only as a tennis player but also as a person so i think that is gonna help you on the long run if you wanna i don't know if you want to pursue your dreams on the pro tour or whatever you want to do in the future i think playing college athletics is really gonna help you
1: yeah, thank you. I, I totally agree. I think the decision to come to college is it's a great decision for anyone. I mean, I, I I'm a firm believer now that you know the training while I'm in college is not is not too different from the training you know that I was doing before. It's it's very very rigorous, very intense, and you know the college environment. You know, you're playing you know you're playing great players every single week. You know, it's such a strong level nowadays. So um, it, it's definitely not. A decision you make where it's like oh I'm going to college now you know my chance of making it, at a pro, at making it as a pro is you know less or something like that it's you know everyone has a different path of course but I think going to college is a great option because of the amount know, of resources you have and um, I know my coach and I were talking like the resources that you have at school are, you know that of a top pro and I feel like not many really get to experience that you know, if, unless you go to college and or and or a top pro. So I'm lucky to be at a school that provides that for
0: us. Yeah, I completely agree with you, man. Uh, so, I mean, just a couple of more questions before we get to the final segment of the podcast episode presented by Tap, Thoughts, Action and Progress. So you're from Greenwich, Connecticut, right? Yeah. So would you care to break down real quick, just being from the north of the United States, how then being from the north of the United States made you the player and most importantly, the play, the person you are today?
1: yeah i mean i think all the credit goes to my coach uh, i was really lucky you know the club i played at when i was younger I, um you know he was i started playing with him when i was nine and um you know had already fallen in love with the sport um through my dad and um so i i started working with him at the club and then you know as time went on i was getting more and more serious and eventually you know, around 11, 12, he started working privately with me, and um, so that's when I decided, like, hey, I want to give this thing a go. And, um, yeah, I think, like, in the eastern section where I, I, I could have played in New England or, or the eastern sections since I am I live in Connecticut, but um, I played in the eastern section, and, I mean, the level of players in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut, um, you know, it's a great level. There's, there's a ton of players, and I think – it was a healthy environment. You know, there's a lot of guys that pushed each other, um, that are also doing really well now. I mean, you have guys like Will Blumberg, Brandon Kingsley, Harry Walker, you know, Brian Shee. I mean, there's so many guys that are doing really well right now from our area. So I think, uh, you know, the comp, some people, you know, always say the competition's, you know, only good in Florida or California, or Texas. But I think, um, you know, we have something going in New York and, uh, the Eastern region. So, um, It's great. It's great that I've I had such good competition when I was younger because that definitely pushed me to be a better player. And then,
0: yeah, yeah, that's cap for sure, man. I think there's like great players everywhere across the United States. And also shout out to Brian Shee, William Blumberg, and Canon Kingsley, former the one only guests. <laughs> and and I know at Connecticut is hella cold, man. Like it's different up there, man. Like I've been at New oh, Haven yeah. previously, and it's unreal. Did you ever consider staying there, or were you like, nah, I'm out of here? Uh,
1: I mean, I never considered staying in Connecticut. Newcom <laughs> um, is not, yeah, not one of my choices. But yeah, uh, I. I don't know. I, I didn't really factor weather into the conversation too much because I don't know. I I, I don't mind playing. I I love playing on indoors and in Connecticut. You know, we were able to play outdoors most of the year actually. So I mean, yeah, the the, the winter freezing, but if you if you go to you know New York, Connecticut during summertime, you know during U.S. Open, it's blazing hot. Huh? So we definitely got our fair share of sun and time outdoors, but. Um, yeah, weather was never really. You know, I, I think you know there's been so many good players that have come from you know cold weather climates and you know warm as well. So I don't think that's a huge factor. It never was for me, but you know, coming to Texas, I'm, I'm definitely you know grateful that it's usually the weather. So I mean, obviously a ton better here, and um, it's usually pretty nice. So yeah, it's a, it's a definitely a lot better than, than Connecticut weather was.
0: Yeah, significantly I'd say, man. I'm I'm based in western New York in Niagara, in Niagara Falls. And yeah. man, the cold is different, bro. I swear. Yeah, I'm not
1: I'm not i I'm not a fan of winter, honestly. I'm, <laughs> I'm big I'm a big sun beach guy, so uh, I I did I do enjoy being in Texas and experiencing so, warmer warmer winters.
0: Were you based in Connecticut while being a junior tennis player? Like your last years of junior tennis or were you training somewhere else? Uh,
1: yeah, so I, I trained in Connecticut, but I also went up to Billie Jean King National Tennis Center in New York. Yeah. Um, and trained with the USGA, and, you know, specifically Jade Abashetti, who helped me a ton in my junior career. And uh, so, yeah, it, it was pretty much my coach. Uh, Patrick Hirsch and then Jay up in New York at the uh, at the USTA and I did spend you know a few weeks a year down in Orlando um, training or playing you know doing a playoff or some some camp down at the USTA so um, but yeah I, I spent a few weeks in Florida training but mostly mostly it was based on the New York slash Connecticut for uh, for most of the year.
0: Do you prefer Florida than New York?
1: No, I love I love home, man. I'm a huge I love being out with my family and friends. So I'd always prefer prefer to be there. I mean, yeah, you know, the climate's great, but
0: yeah,
1: I'd take my friends and family over that. You know,
0: any day of the week. So all your family is in Connecticut?
1: Uh, no, not all my family. I mean, most of my family on my dad's side, my mom's side. It's more scattered, but. Um, you know my of course my immediate family members are in connecticut and some of my closest friends so um i uh, i like i was saying i went to regular school till seventh grade so i stayed in touch with uh my friends there so uh, it's always nice going home you know especially when i was traveling it was a little hard as a junior um you know being away for for so much time but the uh, throughout the year because obviously when you're young you know you I want to spend so much time with friends, but you know I obviously have to make sacrifices if you want to play, you know, RTF juniors or whatever top player, top pro tennis. I think that's
0: a huge part of it. Yeah, well, man, I think it's safe to say that it was worth it because you may have not had the your typical high school life, but I mean you're at Texas now, so that's that's pretty yeah, great. No, Hundred
1: right? I would, percent. I wouldn't <laughs> change anything.
0: Yeah. So um, this the last segment of the podcast is called the D One Five, presented by Tap. It's just basically five rapid fire questions. You gotta answer them as fast as you can. Okay. Okay. Texas or Connecticut.
1: Connecticut.
0: Athletics or academics. Athletics. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Favorite college memory. <laughs>
1: Ooh. Uh, I would say probably winning probably the stanford match last year when i had my my dad come down and watch the, my dad's match and i, I clinched the doubles point against stanford and um we had a big crowd it was one of one of my favorite memories uh on the tennis court and and definitely in college or, or this year when i when i clinched the 3 out match against florida that was really fun um yeah, we've had a lot of A lot of close matches, so you know every every time we win one of those, it's super exciting. Just you know, hanging out with the guys, and there's definitely some good specific memories. But you know, hanging out with the team is so much fun. I love love, you know being around these guys, so that's definitely the number
0: one thing. Yeah, I actually want to say that I watched those highlights. I think the Stanford Texas. I think that you was it like a down the line passing shot in doubles that that you clinched with.
1: Yeah, Jacob was Jacob Ballard. Yeah, for sure like he was trying to poach and sort of sort of missed the ball and that made i believe it was i forget who was po- uh, at the net i think it was rotzart at the net poaching and i kind of hit like a little short hop um ball down the line sort of lucky but um you know it worked and um yeah that was that was a super fun moment See my dad and one of my dad's really good friends and uh i'm there in the crowd it was great it was great having there
0: that's awesome, man. Yeah, shout out to Jacob Willard, man. Southern California's <laughs> finest. Uh, most listen artists at the moment?
1: Ooh, uh, I would say Gunna or Pop Smoke. Uh, I've been getting the country a little bit, too. I'm a, I'm a fan of Luke Holmes or Sam Hunt.
0: That, that's that's really diverse, man. You know, Gunna yeah, and Luke Holmes. Know, I yeah, I like all types of music. <laughs> um, other than tennis related, what profession would you like to attempt? nice but realistically business is something that you actually want to pursue right
1: yeah yeah definitely after tennis i'm I'm looking to get in business but um if i had to choose something else i'd I'd definitely be a pro golfer i I love golf you know it's a pretty pretty awesome life
0: yeah man i've seen that all the tennis players are in that wave right now man Everyone yeah, is in yeah, that every, way.
1: A lot of my friends are getting into golf now. We used to play a lot up in Connecticut. But even even just, yeah, a bunch of juniors, I feel like, a ton of my buddies are starting to play golf. It's awesome. I feel like during quarantine, everybody got into
0: it. Yeah, for sure. I agree with that. Um, well, man, that's actually all I got for you today, man. Thank you so much for taking the time, for keeping 100 with me and with all the guests. I'm glad we are able to schedule this. And I'm sure a couple of high school players are going to be listening to this and are going to be really grateful for some of the advices and some, or for basically for you sharing your experience with us.
1: Yeah, of course. Thanks so much for having me on. I really enjoyed it. Appreciate it.
0: Yeah, for sure. Thanks also to all the listeners for tuning into another episode of the D1 Only podcast presented by TAP and see you guys next time.